Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sacred Resistance Podcast. This is episode number 63. Today we had on Caitlin Woolery. She's a master herbalist and uh, just an awesome person. Uh, she's who we got our cleanse from. Yeah, so Caitlin is an amazing, um, not only an amazing herbalist, but an amazing human being who bridges ancient traditions with modern science. And I don't mean just like the dollar bill science, the actual real science. Um, the real science. The real science. Not the bullshit science. <laughs> She's a truth seeker. And she, her. if you don't follow her on social media, I highly recommend it because she, I feel like, is... A little bit under the radar and is just has is a wealth of knowledge and has so much to offer she has her own private practice where anybody across the world can can um, be a client of hers because we are in the age of zoom and she kind of travels and can take you from wherever you are yeah it was a great conversation it was uh we got into more than just parasites. It's uh, just she's on the same page as us as far as truth seeking, and it's fantastic. She's a, she's a great person, and uh, she knows what's going on in the world. Yeah, truth seeking and uh, freedom loving, sovereignty, health, yeah. wellness, but the whole type of wellness. You're, all, yeah, all you're, encompassing. Yeah, mind, body, soul connection. So yeah. yeah, and some great information about parasites too. Yeah, Jamie and I did her parasite cleanse. I highly recommend looking into that. We were blown away when we did oh it. Oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah, it was absolutely just it, nuts, yeah. but we loved it. And um, I think the cleanse that Caitlin offers crazy is, in a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the off the cleanse that Caitlin offers is better than most of the cleanses on the market, in my opinion. Like you can't just go to a health food store and get some generic parasite cleanse. This is like the real deal. So yeah, yeah. I'll have all her all the, her information in the show notes. You'll definitely want to look her up and find her and hopefully even work with her because she's incredible. Yeah. And uh, let us know. Hit us up if you want to see some of the stuff that came out of us. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not sharing that with anybody. <laughs> it was gross. Uh, well, Caitlin, thank you so much. We love you. We loved having you on. And we really hope um, you have an amazing day, everybody. And... Yeah, so thanks for being here. Yeah, right on, Caitlin. Thanks. We love you. And we love you, Resistance. If you're listening to this, you are the Resistance. The Sacred Resistance. But look, are you in Oregon? Because look at your background. Are you down in California? I mean, oh, I got out of California. I could not. Um, <clears throat> I'm in Oregon, but not for long. I'm going to move in two weeks. I'm going to the Ozarks to check that out. Cool. I'm going to go check out the Appalachias and just kind of scout the country and see what feels best. And if nothing resonates more, I'll come back here. But it's just very dreary here. I haven't really seen the sun. And, and it's they say it's summer now. I think it's summer. They say we're in June, but like. I'm in sweats, so I don't know. Yeah. Have you not had any heat yet? Mm -mm. Oh wow! And you're a California girl, so that's that's a big adjustment. 
Yeah, I'm looking at you guys without clothes on right now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 it was so funny. I'm like, oh, you're doing no shirt today. Hey. And he's like, I can't. I'm so hot. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think Caitlin will care. Yeah. But my hair was covering my tank top. And I was like, well, I should probably move my hair so it looks that looks yeah. like I'm not naked too. <laughs> <laughs> you think we're new to <laughs> my boyfriend and I have been wanting to study Tantra. You, I was like, you guys could be our coach. What do we do? Come on. <laughs> the name of the podcast (laughs) to to be completely honest with you that's one of the great parts about you know having acreage up in the middle of nowhere is i can go outside and be naked so so nice just walk around the homestead with one with the earth like that's deep healing totally totally and you get some sunshine on all all the parts that don't normally get sunshine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um (laughs) uh you know that's actually a parasite um, what do you do? What do they say? You can roll on your stomach and then put your butt up and downward dog towards the sun and then like reach behind and open cheek sesame up and the sun hitting that place where it usually don't shine will kill parasites all the way up the intestinal canal. Really? That's well, amazing. What's that called? It's uh, uh it's perennial. Yeah, tanning. perennial tanning. Perennial tanning. Yeah. Oh, you have an actual phrase for it right on perennial tanning. Some people, there's a position you get in. You, you kind I think of, it's downward dog. Like it? Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. The, the carnivore community has been big on like uh, getting that information out and it's yeah. supposed to be good for your libido and good for like all sorts of healing things. And so we, but, we, we don't do that yet, but <laughs> I remember, we had a couple of friends whose kids had some parasite. I remember they were like, they would go in the dark and then they'd shine a flashlight really quick. And then this, the parasite would like scatter. So it didn't like light or something. Yeah, exactly. That's how the pinworms do that. The pinworms scatter. The pinworms. Yeah. Anubal did the parasite cleanse. How were uh, the yes. pictures? <laughs> right. Yeah, let's get into oh, it. So hang on, before we get started, we'll do an intro after, but I just want to let our audience know that we're talking with Caitlin Woolery. How do I, is that no, how it's No one can say it. Woolery. It's the most awkward name. Woolery. Well, tongue twister. Woolery. I know. I know. Yeah, so, and Caitlin doesn't flow well there. I was like, thanks mom. You know? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come off your tongue very easily, but no. yeah, but you're a master herbalist, uh, a truth seeker. Like, uh, can you introduce yourself? I'm sure there's much more to, to you than just that, but sure. My practice. Uh, so I have a practice in, well, now Oregon. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere at this point since COVID and the zoom culture, uh, work with people all over the world now. Uh, I have my background and the foundation of my practice is clinical herbalism. And I have, I practice the ancient methods like vital herbalists, how the doctors all used to be before most people now are allopathic herbalism. I do like the ancient traditions. Um, and, but I bridge it to, I have a really heavy science base as well. You saw the labs uh, yesterday on IG. So cool very heady science. There's a, a culture that's developing outside of Western lab diagnostics. That's really cool. Holistic, equal amount of science, but they are really, the labs really dig into things. Western won't look at parasite testing, gut microbiome testing, heavy metal testing, food allergy testing. And you really get into the the, um, the actual reasons and patterns behind why someone's sick. So I take the labs and I bridge them over to the herbs and that's pretty much the foundation of my practice. Uh, I do astrology. It's how I met our friend, Nicole. So when people, um, seeking are seeking the psycho spiritual layer 
that is correlate to the physical symptom they're experiencing. Um, I help them dig in with the astrology chart where the traumas might be. Uh, I help direct towards somatic release. So a lot pull from a lot of different um, modalities and truth seeking is a big part of that, right? Because once you're a truth seeker, once you have that, like the, the energy of truth and freedom downloaded into you, there's no choice, but to come out of the Western into the herbs, because that's the alignment and the truth. So yeah, that's a huge component. I <laughs> goosebumps. I just, yeah. Because I think that's so true. And I think that's why whenever you post something like Jamie doesn't do social media at all, he doesn't look at this stuff, but when Nicole sorry, not Nicole. I got Nicole on that. When Caitlin posts something like they're this, like just this massive paragraphs of detailed information that every time I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so mind blowing, but it resonates on such a deep level that I know what you're saying is truth. It's almost like a remembering, like, like your stuff is like a deep remembering. It's like, this is like you said, what at the beginning, this it's an ancient way of how doctors used to be. And we're so missing that in our world. I love that phrase. It's a remembering that is so that's goosebumps too. Thank you for that. I feel like there's like these, these group of us on the planet right now, like it resonates with you because you're in that vibration too, like this old system and this old way that's been superimposed on like how many years of darkness of these lies and deceitful models that have totally capitalized on us and enslaved us. They're crumbling. And so then the remembrance is like coming back through yes. and then certain ones of us who are like, wait a second, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second. That's not right. This is our truth. God, it's crazy stuff happening right now on the planet. Yes. Yes, yes. that's for sure. But it's so, um, I think hopeful might be the word I'm looking for to find people like you and practitioners that are, that have the science base, but also the spiritual side and know the body is holistic. You can't just take the arm and separate it from the rest of the body and think that it's not one vessel right like that's and and have the spirit involved as well and it's it's crazy to me that western medicine looks at it in like looks at our body in chunks rather than all together so yeah I think that that's such a good point they have people in silos I think that's why they've gotten away with what they've done. Like if you take the, you know, the medical field, they're in their own little silos and then you have Monsanto, like there's this woman who helped develop Monsanto and she came out of it realizing what that chemical had done. And I was listening to her speak and she's like, I had no idea this is what I was doing because they had our whole scientific scientific team on like R and D we can't talk to each other where I'm responsible for this part over here. He's responsible for this part. We're not figuring out what's happening when the two come together. And so it's like, same thing, the technique they tried to use where they isolate us and shut us up in COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all about myopic isolation that divide and conquer. That's how they get away with stuff from the human body to their COVID practices and all. Yeah. Yeah, compartmentalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect word for it. Yep. Compartmentalize into your little silos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And keep everybody kind of working on their own little part without allowing them to to be a cohesive thing. Yeah, exactly. Because if if we they did allow that, we'd unite and be like, holy crap, and everyone would stand up and 
Yeah. And say no more to this, to these yep. lies and deceit and yeah. Just like the body would too. If you're like, okay, something's wrong with the gallbladder. Well, let's just cut it out. Uh, no, you could unite the whole body and figure out that, oh, your gall, something's wrong with your gallbladder because maybe something's wrong with the pancreas or it's the food you're eating. And then the whole body comes together. The system works again. The gallbladder is fine. Like the whole, the whole, yes. the holism. Just yeah. the, the idea, just, oh, let's just cut it out. That like, you get out of here. Like <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to speak anymore. Those yeah. ideas aren't allowed on the table. Like that's absurd. Yeah, well, uh I don't, I think the, the last few years have made, made me really deeply believe that they're the creator and there's so much more happening in the, in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we were, we were, I don't think we were created to be born with mistakes. Like you don't, you're not just born and there's like mistakes. If, if there is a birth defect or something is wrong with baby, normally it's because of a chemical or something uh, that mom or dad or, or environmentally from from the evil powers that be have have put into our system so it's not like by by our divine nature that we are um an, like a mistake or an accident like it's just it's it's i wish people could see that because um yeah it's pretty mind-blowing but uh yeah yeah that's a huge topic in my um in my practice right now because i'm predominantly working with uh, one, two to six and seven year olds somehow like switch from adults to I'm an influencer who is, um, largely sells a zeolite detox to kids and she has a huge following. So all these kids in this generation, like the autism rates are so through the roof, so you run genetic testing on them and see that their genes have been like completely downregulated and the medical establishment goes in and they're like, autism diagnosis. Here's your clonidine. Here's your ABA therapy program. And they're running all the way to the bank with these, with wow. these defects on these children. Then you look deeper and the symptoms that they're calling autism are identical to the symptoms that are um, manifest in an MTHFR yeah. issue, in a gut microbiome issue. And then you fix the underlying cause of it. And then the diagnosis goes away and the symptoms are reversed it's all about, you know, they're all shot up with heavy metals and environmental toxins from like farming and yeah, a total downregulation that is not normal and like totally accepted by Western medicine. They probably want that, right? They're like the, in the zombie apocalypse. What do you guys think of that? How they put that on the, do you see how they put that on the CDC website? What's, what are they forecasting here? And I'm thinking it's like, well, autism looks kind of, you know, could be something like all these kids that are trying to mutate literally. Like, yes. what, Have you guys thought about it? Yeah, or, okay. So okay. I have a theory on this and um, it might be a little too crazy for a lot of people, but I remember listening to a podcast at the beginning of uh, COVID and the guest that was on was this like researcher journalist guy. And do you remember um, the guy, I think it was in Florida who was on quote unquote salt baths and like bath salts and ate yeah. the homeless guy. So this reporter guy did some investigation into that. And apparently, um, what they were doing with the homeless population, they'd give them like a visa gift card to try different experimental drugs on them. And some of the drugs <laughs> that they were, yeah. yeah. And then they'll, they'll do anything, right? For a few bucks because they're addicted to drugs and stuff. So they'll, they'll sign, they're like, yeah, give me a $500 gift card or $50 gift card, whatever. 
but apparently, and this is, you know, me listening to this guy, I don't know if it's accurate, but when I heard it, I was like, holy shit. Um, they were injecting some of the homeless people with mRNA vaccines to test them out on the population. And they claimed that he was on bath salts, but it could have been, you know. Whoa. Just, yeah. So they just gave him a bad batch and a high dose of it. Like this is going to be your Ulta beta test subject. Yeah. What did he do? <clears throat> what, what was it? He went and robbed stores or. I don't even remember the details of what he did other than eating the other homeless yeah, guys. Yeah, but didn't the cop like shoot him like six times and the guy kept coming at him? Something like, like that. He, he yeah. was like a zombie that they like, couldn't be shot down. Took, like, whoa. A- whoa. What if like, here's a crazy, crazy. What if this is like the ultimate reality TV scenario. Like they're pumping us full of all of this post-apocalyptic shit. And, and have been for years. For years. Like everything you see on Netflix now is like zombie or post-apocalyptic or they're 1984 type scenario, right? They're preparing you for post-apocalyptic doom shit world, like Terminator scenario where everything's just chaos. <laughs> but if they're like, if they, if they let it get to that point and then go in their bunkers and lock themselves down and just society collapses and they've got drones and cameras everywhere and they're just going to watch the show and everyone like all of these people they're zombies and, and they just they just watch what it's happens kind of like hunger games yeah i was just thinking that hunger games yeah they're telling us they're telling us that what you just said is a huge possibility yeah, right and yeah. they're, just, they're dropping clues non-stop and like this all of these shows and things are like predictive programming like 1984 yeah. this, this stuff's been hyping up seriously lately it's been yeah. really increasingly yeah, a lot of it. And and then in that case, it's like, well, if that's what they're doing and it's all a show and entertainment for them, like how do we extra exercise ourselves out of the game? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be in that game. So Matrix is like and the Matrix too, like it, it's all kind of like documentaries in my opinion. <laughs> These are like the hints about what's really going on. Yeah, for a long time. They've been planning this for so long. I don't know if you guys listen to Michael Tazarian. He's like one of the speakers who I don't think is actually like controlled opposition that talks about what they do. And he's like, these people have more patience than you can possibly imagine. They've been planning this throughout generations and generations. He says 50,000 years of generations and you know nothing about them and they know everything about you. Like, it's been going on for so so long and so it's like what does it even look like to be out of it like the native americans they knew the and um the maori i don't think those people were actually a uh, part of matrix culture but like what does it look like for us to be out of that system yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i've always fantasized about like living in a jungle tribe somewhere <laughs> you guys are close to ready <laughs> yeah, no, no, well, we're trying. We're you know trying what? Hunker down here. Seriously, yeah. I've got you know. The only thing is, we've got like crazy intense winters, and I was like, if we could just be in the jungle yeah. and grow a garden all year long, like that would make it so much easier to be self-sufficient yeah. all but year we're, round. We're going for it. There's a lot of planning involved with root cellars and you know, you know, greenhouses mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, I lived in Alaska, and I what I. I've, I've explored two places. I've known this stuff was coming on since 20, well, since my Canadian fiance woke me up in 2009, he was actually the one. So it's funny that now I'm here with you guys, but the Canadian fiance in 20, 2009, 
he was the one that woke me up. And after that, I was like, I'm out. I got to go. Where's the place that I can off that I can be off grid. So I check out Hawaii first I was there for about five years. And then I went and lived in Alaska for five years and the winters to survive in winters are actually not as hard as you think. Like I actually felt really safe if shit hit the fan in Alaska. Cause you just go outside, chop trees down, have a wood burning stove. Do you guys have a wood burning stove? Yeah, we have a wood burning boiler. So it's, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's great. So that's completely off grid and you have the resources of the trees all around you. The generator is necessary for that though. Cause there's pumps and fans involved, but okay there's not a lot of power involved even a little bit of solar would take care of that and if it really hit the fan and you didn't have that you guys could survive just by the wood burning yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And then you have a cellar. So kraut, I'm from Sweden. My people are from Sweden. So are you like ferment? If you grow the stuff all this summer and yeah. you ferment it, the veggies all winter, you have natural food preservation and then heat yeah. food, water from the snow. I mean, all carnivore at this point anyways. So we've got a million acres of forests all around us. Okay. So just hunting, I forgot about hunting, of course. You cut the deers and the elk and the moose are source of food even throughout the summer is meat. You yeah you you're not you're totally not carnivore, carnivore but yeah there's a lot of fruit involved but it's yeah. mainly you know meat meat meat. Organs. Yeah yeah he so eats stuff too. You said what'd you say? He eats organ meats and stuff too. I do not. Oh that's amazing. That's so you hunt and then eat the organ meat. Well, not we buy entire cows. I do. I haven't fully embraced the hunting yet but i've got my hunting license i've got my guns i'm ready to do it and as soon as hunting season's here i'm ready to go so cool yeah. and if stuff hit the fan who a license yeah. if you yeah. just yeah. go out and do it yeah exactly. okay and that's amazing yeah our our almost 10 year old's gonna take his life get his license too he's all about like but we, like Britt and I, we did 12 chickens ourselves just to do it. I went and did a, a cow myself. Like we processed just, them ourselves. Yeah, like I, I did the entire cow from start to finish just so that I have the experience of doing it. Mm -hmm. um, like killed it all the way down to skinning it and, and gutting it and cutting it up into... And we did it, like the one thing about doing it that way, like if, if I, I was a vegetarian for years and I really felt like my body, we both were actually, and we felt like our body needed more meat, especially once we moved up to the country, especially. And in the winter months, I'm like, I don't feel like eating all these veggies and fruit from other places is like good for me. Like I was really feeling, um, and I was like gaining weight and it was weird. I was like, why is this happening? So we started introducing meat back into our diet and I had more energy and felt better, but we were like, okay, if we're going to be doing this, we have to do this humanely. We have to figure out, we have to be okay with hunting our own animals and, and processing them. And so when we did our chickens, the reason we did that is we started raising chickens for eggs and then we just got tiny little chicks. And then we ended up having like an excess of roosters. Like we had like out of 13 chickens, I think we had like nine roosters yeah, or something like that. And roost, you can't have, you shouldn't have more than one roosters or it's like. Oh, I've watched them in nature. Roosters are some of the most evil, vicious animals I've oh. ever observed. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. But they will protect the hens. So it's good to have at least one. 
and okay. they'll even go after us if if we like pick up a hen like but just to like pet the hen who comes charging at us and we're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are quite evil so we had to we had to do something about this so we had to pull the herd a bit so we did that and i never in a million years caitlin thought i would ever be able to kill an animal like i was really conflicted about it but we every time we did it and every time jamie jamie did the actual killing of it i held it and did it as like like he said a little blessing for them and it was actually quite a beautiful experience and then I got super nerdy as we were going and I'm like holy cow like this is the insides of an animal and I'm like in my head and this is going to sound probably really naive to a lot of people I had never seen a cadaver open before so I just thought there's like blood everywhere which doesn't make sense now because it's like we've got veins and that's where our blood is but I thought it was going to be like a sleepy bloody mess everywhere but I'm like no I got to see like the kidneys and all the different organs and it was it was actually a really neat experience and more connected with just knowing what the human body is even like so yeah yeah it's pretty cool that is really, really cool. So primal put us in touch with like our essence, right? And the cycles of life and death. So many people are scared of, and you have all these like deranged social practices, like fake boobs and Botox cold. People are scared of death and like looking at a dead body and like the grit that comes with it. But you're like, no, I'm going right in what's true. What's raw. Show me what's yeah. real. And- well, I'm, ready, I'm ready. Once we, once I actually do get a deer or something like that, like I will eat the liver right away like because i eat raw liver every morning so i think like as and i'm all about now like with what i've learned recently in the last couple of years like the sunshine and how recently your food has been living from the sunshine and been getting energy from the sunshine and how much it depletes all the nutrients and stuff like that like every day after it's it, you get a box of food that's from halfway around the world that's dead there's nothing left in that that's just dead garbage at that point right so i i want to translate the same thing to the animal like as soon as that animal dies the sooner you can eat the heart or the liver or whatever even like shit like take a bite of the heart while it's still pumping imagine that imagine that That, the the energy that'll probably be like a rush i feel like the heart you got to be careful with like i don't know that's just but Caitlin let's get your perspective on that like you do parasite cleanse and yeah because okay so I eat raw liver every day like is what what, what does a parasite specialist say about that well the parasites I think we're like the parasites are so such a thing right now and everyone's talking about them and there's this idea of like they're so bad eradicate them and they're that's true to a certain extent but like if you look up microscopes they are on our fruit they're on our plate they're on the counters like they're literally everywhere if you wipe your hands across anything you're going to have like whole colonies of viruses bacteria parasites it's just we're in this whole ecosystem with them and so i don't worry about them but i worry about the internal, you know, ter- terrain versus germ, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. So if terrain is strong, easily can handle if the animal has some parasites. And then maybe once a year, do maintenance cleansing. Like it makes, uh, there are cultures that do maintenance cleansing once a year. And you just, you know, if there's excess or proliferation, flush them out, take care of yourself like that preventatively, preemptively. And then Chinese medicine, they call parasitic infiltration goo syndrome. 
And what they say, they say, we don't even, if someone has infiltration of parasites, we're not going to even kill the parasites. All we really need to do is make that person's lymphatic system strong, move their bowels, flush the liver a little bit, give some milk thistle, some blue purim, make the person's body strong, give a lot of nutrients, broths, and the body will then take care of the parasite itself, no longer like a vibrational match to host the parasite. So I mean, if you were asking, would I be concerned about parasites and raw liver? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's get that's into awesome it. because you're the person whose advice I would take in that department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, it's. I mean, it was it was a really intense thing. Did you guys see? So there's a. It's kind of hard to differentiate because you have the biofilm, the mucoid plaque coming out. Yeah, that can look like tapeworms. It's hard to differentiate. And but then there's actually you can really tell when like, you know, I saw a bunch of pinworms come out and I knew that was different from the big things of plaque. Were you guys doing the investigation where you're oh, <laughs> like yeah. with forks, like pulling stuff apart? I went kind of Dexter on it. Yeah. yeah. And we did, too. And it got a little bit uh, of like the amount of plaque that I was getting. At first, I didn't know it was plaque. I thought like, it looked like stranger things. They're octopuses or something like that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And they're huge. These things, some of them are as thick as my finger. And as long as like, like they were, if I had weighed all of them and measured all of them, there would have been a couple of pounds probably by the end. And I don't know, maybe a hundred feet of the shit. It was, yes. <laughs> which is crazy that like it's those weren't parasites. That was just the plaque and the biofilm. But it's crazy that that just that stuff's just in there then. And if you don't get it out and you don't cleanse it out, like it's I, I just imagine like like all the tubes inside of our body where the stuff is stored is just like blocking yeah. all the nutrients, blocking all the good stuff so it can't get through and can't give us our nutrients. Yeah, exactly. There, um, I mean, I'll give you an example. My okay, so my partner, he is a professional bodybuilder. He has a whole history. He doesn't do this anymore, but he's physical trainer and in out of New York and really, really oriented to physical health. Um, he got six months ago, an intestinal obstruction. He was eating too many raw vegetables, which is don't do that's like so bad in Chinese medicine. They don't digest well. It's really hard on the system. He was into this raw thing. And it gave him a basilar, which is a medical term I was not familiar with, but like, it's a small bowel obstruction where like food doesn't fully break down all the way. So it blocks the like lower part of the intestines. And I was thinking, I was like, if this man over here who like Greek God physique of health is getting an intestinal block, like what is happening to the mainstream people in our Western society? And I think with like, what, um, what's his name? Elvis Presley. They pulled 15 pounds of fecal matter out in his autopsy. Like if you look at videos online, like YouTube, like, um, when they're sticking the, not the stethoscope, but the um, colonoscopy scope up into people, the, it's like the plumbing, you know, how you've seen those pipes where the crusty copper and zinc metal and you can hard the the opening is like so tiny at that point like that's what it's like for inside most people so you scrub that start scrubbing that stuff off and like what comes out it it made me I had it I shifted my whole life watching that uh, release out is that where that plaque is is all around the walls of your intestines just clogging it up 
Yep. And then what happens is that there's one, there's a substance in one of the capsules called mimosa pudica. It's the para one. And so what that will do is it'll go in to those intestines. It'll form a gel like mucilaginous goo over that plaque. And then it strips and rips it off and pulls the plaque with it out of the intestines. Amazing. Yeah. Cause we were taking, so we ordered the cleanse from Caitlin for the listeners. Um, and we were taking, was it three different types of pills? We had the, your pouch from, from your company, which is uh Veritas botanicals, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had the other two, um, that you have to order from their, what are those called? Those, yeah, those are cell cores. So we did help with you. Yes. Yeah, with you guys, we did Cellcor Pair 1, Cellcor Pair 2. We modified the cleanse just a teeny tiny bit, but this, um, I think we left off the tincture because it's so short-lived, so getting it to Canada was like, and tincture goes away quickly, but we did the Veritas Botanicals, that's my line, the Caps, Parasite Capsules, that's an herbal kill agent. Right. Uh, a specific to pinworms, um, eggs, wormwood is the main hero in there. Um, and then para one is cell core. And that one is what rips the biofilm and not the biofilm, the plaque off. Okay. And then para two is cell core and that's supportive. Uh, it supports my wormwood kill agent. So a digestive support. And then we had the thorn, the berberine and the berberine is really potent, potent biofilm buster, as well as, um, one of the strongest herbal antimicrobials next to antibiotics. So when there's dysbiosis, like if someone is also having a yeast candida fungal mold issue, um, that, uh, berberine is going to do serious eradication there too. So a lot of stuff going on. This it was a really it's a really intense cleanse. Like not yeah, for like, pretty great. I talked to some other. Oh, so, some just got went into my head right there. I just want to ask before I forget. The berberine is that like since it's so close to as close as you can get to antibiotics. Do you need to then take probiotics afterwards? It's a really good question because you always, body's always in two cycles. We cleanse, build, cleanse, build, cleanse, build, um, detox, rejuvenate, detox, rejuvenate, taking away, adding back in the two polarities, basically of life, right? Consuming life and death, take away equal positive. Um, so we do a lot of killing and ripping and stripping and detoxing with that cleanse. And so I should, there are some people that talk about it in my group, but you're not on social media. So I should probably write this in and thank you for bringing this to my attention because I should write in like an aftercare building. Um, yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of probiotics. Honestly, I will do spores, but kraut it's like, get it, get it from the food. You're right. He eats that every day too. Like I, I, yeah, Yeah. that's his lunch. So I put kraut in there every day. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she takes good care of me. That's um, so sweet. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we. It, it's a good. You know, he takes care of the family as long as I keep him fed and nourished. I know, like that's. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a perfect, uh, healthy expression of the roles, right? The roles that they're trying to annihilate and make us yeah. think don't exist, or they're shame us for wanting to um, embrace them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, for everyone yeah. listening, we have pretty traditional roles, and it works really yeah. well. Yeah, and <laughs> and if one of us needs help with something, like 
that's the thing like we not afraid to be like hey I need a hand here so I know you're doing your thing outside while I'm inside but I need a little break from this I need some help so I think that I think that um it works well for us really well yeah I love it I love how long have you been married 10 10 years years. in October oh my gosh yeah success yeah Yeah, yeah yeah And you're happy because you you have married couple or um uh like new honeymoon vibes. So yeah, here you can like that's so cute. So sweet. Thank you. Yeah, we're soulmates for sure. Yeah. Kids together. I'd love to see your astrology charts. Has Nicole looked at them? Yeah, she has actually. Jamie's apparently like she was blown away by his um how smart he is. She's like, holy shit. She's like, I can't even believe this. Like he's off the charts. <laughs> he's over there chuckling. He's like, yep, that's me. Yeah. Well, and she, she described him to a T I'm like, okay, this is so weird. Cause like, I, I, it, like, I forget it was when we lived in our rental while we were building this place and I'm reading her text messages. I'm like, holy cow, you just described my husband like to a T like he's, He's a Virgo, um, but Jamie's like got an attention to detail like nobody else for his work. Like he's a disaster. He, uh, his clothes and socks are all over our house. Like it's it's in cups and like everywhere. But his work and his final touch of everything, like it's 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 the most Im- immaculate, precise work. I've ever seen. Well, and thank you. Yeah. I love, it. I love it. What's yours? That's Virgo right there. I'm a Virgo too. What's your birthday? Uh September 3rd. Okay, I'm the sixth. So you're three. That would put you at like 10 degrees, Virgo. I'm 13. So we have a, a sun by sun conjunction. What's you? What are you? Virgo? I'm a Scorpio. I'm November 17th. Okay. Virgo and Scorpio oddly get along pretty well. So you're in the, <laughs> she's in the depths and you're in the detail. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty accurate, actually. Depth yeah. and details. I have a funny story. I'll make it quick. Um, just to explain Jamie's attention to detail. We used to yeah. have a place up at, in the, on the Shushwap Lake and it was just property. And we took our trailer up there and we got given this beautiful big umbrella, sun umbrella, um, like, and it was heavy duty, like the crank was big. And so we gladly took it, but there were some things that were broken on it and we didn't have thread or needles or anything. So we we're like making this makeshift thing because we're out. It's also in the middle of, of nowhere. There's no store close by. It's like 45 minutes on a dirt road and to get there and any no electricity, no phone service, nothing. It's fun. Like, I, I can't YouTube. I can't Google anything. And I'm not a sewer. His mom's a beautiful sewer. I cannot sew. I can't sew a button on to save my life to make it look nice. I can sew it on, but it might not look good. Um, anyways, he's like, he's setting camp up so that, and we had a, a baby and our toddler at the time. And he's like, can you just sew this together so that we can put it up and have some shade? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Meanwhile, I have, he's on his own, like doing his stuff, like working hard, being a workhorse, like getting camp set up, bringing all the cushions out and the chairs out up and down the hill. And I'm just got a crying baby trying to, to console this crying baby. And so this, this umbrella and we're using like, like a metal something or other. And he gets up and I'm like frustrated and he comes up and he's like, Oh, is that as good as you think you can do it? And yeah, I, was, I don't even remember that. <laughs> it's such a nice way of like, it's so gentle. It's such a gentle way to say that. 
basically saying that's a piece of shit like (laughs) and so I was like yeah yeah that's the best I can do and so he he like took it apart and redid it and I'm like looking at it I'm like holy crap like that is like perfect and he doesn't (laughs) sew yeah he doesn't remember this but I'm just like that was like a a line in the sand moment like I'm never going to forget this moment but it was like I was also trying to console a crying baby I'm sorry I'm sure you could do better if you did try, but like that is such a Virgo thing. You're in, so that's cool. Now we know Jamie's in charge of building the house, making the fences. Yeah. Um, if it came down to it, it could probably like make a quilt too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll step over my socks 15 times while I'm doing it, but and grab new pairs, maybe three new pairs, and I'll find them like an Easter egg hunt all over the house. Yeah. I have, I have, as a Virgo, I'm people always talk about how Virgos are clean and I'm like, I don't experience that at all. My stuff can be in chaos. Uh, but yeah, we got give me a project and it'll be meticulous and I will have like an artist eye for it and right in its order. And well-researched. Absolutely. No, I can attest that my, my cuts are perfect. My lines are perfect. My shit is square, but I will put my tape measure down and lose it every time. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? Is that like a mad scientist syndrome? Yeah, I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But that's funny. You guys are so close. What year were you born, Caitlin? 82. So I'm 40 this year. Where are you guys? 79. I'm 84. So you're right in between. Okay, you guys are five, have five years apart. Yeah. I wouldn't guess that at all. Yeah, he uh, looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So do you. 79. Wait, that puts you, let me see. My math is so 43. Yeah. Okay. And then 38. Yeah. I'll be 39 in November. Okay. So we're on the same, we're in the same generation doing yeah. the same, we're on the same page too. Yeah. So cool. So Yo, sorry. We went off on a big like tangent of on a big life tangent there. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about, uh, parasites and then, uh, colon. No, not colon. It was, uh, intestinal fluid. Yeah. It's colon plaque. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's colon plaque too. Oh, yeah, that is it. That's what it is. The mucoid plaque is in the colon for the most part. It's what's getting ripped out. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I, we followed the the directions and the health guide. Like we didn't eat, we ate super clean. We ate really clean as is anyways. But sometimes we'll have little clean. like, you know, healthy treats, but well, we did thing, nothing during the parasite. I drank thing. coffee the whole time. That's yeah, I asked I her about that. I was like, that's our weakness. It's like, I'm like full on crack addicted to the coffee. I can't give it up. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that I really, 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 I started drinking it recently and I, it takes a toll. I could tell the difference. I'm not sure if it's being a woman makes it harder. I think so. But it's so good, but it's so hard on the system. Yeah, yeah it is. I am. I, um, I follow, actually, we've had him on our podcast, Dr. Um, Campbell. I can't think of his first name. Drew? uh anyways dr campbell he's he's also like a chiropractor chinese medicine doctor he's from the mid bradley campbell yes bradley campbell yeah, thank you oh my gosh bradley campbell he's amazing he's such a true he's right up our alley yeah yeah, yeah. so we we had, we had him on like when we first started the podcast probably like two years ago and it was before he got deleted off of instagram and i felt i was like it was he was great but yeah. i just read one of his posts about coffee and he's like having coffee is like stealing willpower from tomorrow yep like you can you can you're it's a it's a um uh I forget the word that he used I have to read it again but I was like oh that kind of didn't feel good reading that yeah so but how I mean 
we do so much. Like I feel like I do everything else right. Coffee's the only thing. It's like if I give that up too, it's like I'm giving up my will to live. Yeah. <laughs> my will to live. Your will has been borrowed from tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's, you know, got something that they dip into for, you know. I know. I'm trying, I'm at a place where I'm trying really hard to I have I'm down to like the last few things, the occasional like coffee waves, but like I have released so many addictive substances and attachments to Western world and like food culture and drug culture, alcohol, like it's all. And, and I feel you, it's like, sometimes you just need to release. And I'm asking myself, I'm like, is the next thing to turn to, is it like a hundred percent higher power God and spiritual energy? Like that has to be, because on those moments where you want to fill the void or like get something from outside of the self to like, kind of, you know, generate an internal shift or elevate a mood or, uh, you know, switch yourself like that. Could it be fully spiritual? That would be like ultimate task, like coming into monkhood. Like, oh, big order. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, especially with like, we, we know, we all know what's coming or we don't know exactly what's coming, but we know what they're trying to do and, and the whole new world order agenda and all this shit. And it's like having some vice or coping mechanism, like is that weakness? Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, shit, it's, it's rough out there. <laughs> true. It's true. And it is, it is a jo- an enjoyable thing. Um, I guess one way to, to circumvent so in TCM with Chinese, um, Chinese medicine, they say, um, not, I like by borrowing the will from tomorrow. Um, they consider it. So you have the adrenals are the bank and the bank holds the money and the money is the life force. And that basically coffee borrows money from the bank and depletes the bank, makes you poor. And then the coffee is like taking out a loan eventually where you're like borrowing money. That's not there. So what would be the solution if, if it's a, you know, you're doing everything else, right. You're eating liver for crying out loud. Right. And so you want to have some coffee. So then what would be the solution? Like, um, do some adrenal toning, like bee pollen, um, Royal jelly, vitamin C from ascorbic or from non-ascorbic acid sources. It'll totally protect the adrenal glands to where the coffee, you know, you're not, you're not borrowing from tomorrow's will at that point. You're like, okay, I'm adding will back in today. So we're actually a great idea because years ago, um, Jamie had adrenal fatigue, like his adrenals completely shut down. This is probably like eight years ago or so and his wow. dream shut down and he couldn't process any stress like like and we've got a stressful life being like we have two older kids too from Jamie was married before and at the time they were younger and, and we were joining our life together and blah 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 self-employed mortgages you know all the all yeah. the stuff and his adrenals just shut down and it was a it, 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 we didn't really know what was happening thank yeah, really we're, we're seeing a naturopathic doctor at the time and like building it back up and then things just got better. I went to Peru and did ayahuasca and that, that nice. changed the game for me. Whoa. Okay. So you were, that's interesting. So the ayahuasca healed adrenal fatigue. Well, it, and our lifestyle changed drastically. Me, changed my outlook on life. And I, I was seriously introduced to the universe and that like a good dose of spirituality can really kind of change people uh, yeah that'll heal that'll 
that'll, sh that'll shift the whole body and the soul and the perspective. I know that doesn't give you zest for life, right? You're like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm going to be in bed. And then you see God on ayahuasca. You're like, okay, I could live again. Yeah, I can get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, we got rid of like everything in our cupboards, Monsanto. Like we, we mm -hmm. literally one day we learned what a GMO was. And like, I, you remember that day? Like yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. what? We're a, like GMO? a GMO? Holy and we're like, shit. that was like our big eye-opening moment we literally went through the fridge went through the cupboard like went through everything and got rid of all the crap all at once like cold it's amazing. that is amazing I had the same thing as soon as someone told me what was happening on the universe or out in the world I'm like I knew something was wrong this whole time I yeah and then you see you all of a sudden you're like well then what if this is a lie what's yes. the truth yes. and there's no hesitation and so I wonder like you know you people like us we we, we, we are given the information it clicks on and then we run towards solution. Right. I yeah. ran into herbal school. I'm out of Monsanto, out of pharma. I run into herbal school. I'm like, we got to get in truth. I'm, I've always wondered this, like to hear people's perspectives. Cause then I see, and I work with people and you can tell until you're blue in the face, what's going on. And there's no light that comes on. It's not registered. There's no gusto summoned from inside the soul to change. It's just like, mm you know, and to continue on in the matrixy, yeah. like what I, and I'm like, what is it that some people are here to shift and then others like are totally complacent and okay with it. NPCs. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Jamie calls those NPCs. I would say, <laughs> I would call them like the fluoride stare. Like they, they're, their pineal glands too calcified. So <laughs> <laughs> the NPC fluoride stare. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm just grateful to be like I, you know and being able to understand what you're saying right there is like yeah no we got told what monsanto has did some ayahuasca and there's no looking back yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. pretty wild yeah so and that's yeah and then it's like like you said like it's like a, a sweater and you just start pulling out threads and the whole thing comes unraveled and you're like holy shit military industrial complex pharmaceutical <laughs> industrial complex it's all connected it, it just it blows your mind yeah so we had monsanto and then i went down heavy into vaccines because i was we were having a baby and uh, i went into nasa hard and went a bunch of liars like <laughs> so good you cover those bases i'll cover these break and then come back yeah, yeah. and then we we'd share stuff and we're like oh my gosh yeah. so we just feel so i don't know validated the right word but like we were kind of like quiet for many years jamie wasn't jamie yeah. was like trying to like tell people that the moon the landings were yeah. fake in and the like getting when you wake up to all these truths you like you want to tell everybody and you go a little too hard i mean i've been yeah. <laughs> a couple dinners here and there well and we were still drinking then too like we got healthy but we were still drinking and yeah, the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so After a few drinks i'm like you really believe we landed on the moon come on <laughs> People are like, oh, that's credible. Good, good, good. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's what we came. I remember talking to Jamie one day and I was like, okay, hon, like, I know you get excited and you're really passionate about it, but when you're drunk and you're telling people about it, you just look crazy. So let's like <laughs> do it in and talk to <laughs> like certain people we just got to be surface with. Now, yeah. now we like, we don't drink like hardly ever. Um, there might be the occasional, you know, something here and there, but it's very, very rare. And then the next day we're like, why did we do that? Because we don't our bodies are not used to that. Yeah, yeah. The last time we actually drank in any sort of capacity was Christmas time last year. So. And I got crazy anxiety, so I stopped. Yeah. So much anxiety. Yeah, last time I drank too, panic. And I have an addict addiction thing, so it's gone. It's a done deal for me. Oh, like, sucks, isn't it? 
of service. Plus you think about like the, um, like the spirits, they call yes. it spirits portals it opens to the demo talk about parasites like they come in though like I don't know how far you guys have gone with this but when we're talking about like dark lord illuminati energy it's like I'm even so sure that they're actually like humans it might be like an AI technology or a third negative dimensional kind of energy and they come in and and can only take physical form by way of like a host which is parasitic yeah and then it's like well what opens up the host okay alcohol uh all the stuff they infiltrate us with porn culture things like that makes them makes them uh, able to like move the human direct the human energy around i don't know how that's rough i just get like glimpses of kind of understanding not enough to totally articulate how i see it but yeah so i don't want to be a portal for them yeah you want us on that vibration on that negative anxiety it's like they harvest our anxiety or some shit Oh, yeah. we're, we're vibrating on that level that's where what they want us nervous watching porn addicted to everything possible yeah. All up. Yeah. yeah and that if you think about it like at the end i spent from when 2020 hit i was basically in like a two-year rage where i was like if you're not seeing what's going on you're fucking stupid and yeah. da, da, da. and i'm and i'm like then i and then i have another spiritual awakening in 2022 and i'm like wait i can't be angry i can't give them my attention anymore in any way shape or form they're kinetically harvesting even my truth energy they're still harvesting me so like how do we break out and detach from them entirely till almost it's like we're vibrating them out of existence yeah. you know like people only believe in a god a god only around so long as people believe in it then the deity ceases to be there so maybe in like my power then is making myself at such a high vibration not a new age thing where i'm like pollyanna like love and light i'm like no the darkness is there but like fully fully transmuted and transcended it so like they i am not food i will not be there for you anymore i love that i love that i think yeah and I living in fear, fear is, their food. is is not good either. Like fear and anxiety, like what's the opposite of that? Love. Mm-hmm. So if we can live our life in love, and sometimes that's really freaking hard. Like to mm-hmm. to like send love out to people who are doing all this, all these evil things. Mm-hmm. But I someone recently sent me a video and it was this guy talking about demons. And he was like, he was like demons know each other like they're they're friends with each other so it comes in all different forms like alcohol porn whatever it is and there's just different ways to infiltrate us and it's like he was like you what's all this woke culture all this blah 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 like all this crazy stuff cancel culture the woke mob da 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 he was like those are different demons trying to get us and so right now um what when i see what's happening especially to the children i was like this is satanic this is Mm -hmm. evil shit going like and mind control for sure and then I saw that video I'm like this is exactly what I say like I there's got to be like good because there's really a lot of evil going on and so we need to stay in our high power and connect to God connect to goodness because the demons are out force they're not even hiding anymore oh not even hiding anymore they are not hiding it is like a free-for-all the um i have i love that you said that and i i it's i think like the ultimate is being brave enough to admit they're there, being brave enough to look at them, being brave enough to have you guys spend all the time, like this is what they're doing from the new world order through all the facets of society. This is how they're infiltrating and what they're doing to us. I will be brave enough to sit here and fucking 
face it. Yeah, absolutely. From there, rise above it. Like that has to be the only way. And then eventually get to the point where we can say, oh my gosh, actually God has been moving through all of it. And maybe these demons have served us. And so thank you, sir, for pushing me to grow, for pushing me to face my fear, for pushing me to like go buy this land out here and get back to the earth. I never would have done that if I weren't scared of you in the first place. So like, really you're pushing us. It's like this evolutionary driving force between dark light, dark light, that's ultimately working for good. And so I can kind of look at Bill Gates and be like, Oh, you're cute. How shitty for you that you got to play this role. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. Bill Gates is the one person like, I just want to squish you. So I need to look at it at a different perspective. I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really, uh, that's a, I can't think of the word, but uh, to have that outlook, that's, that's big. It took me a lot of alcohol, rage therapy and 12 steps of AA to get to that point. Cause I was like drowning. It, it'd be embarrassing. Like I go back and look at some of my posts, like I was drowning in, in anger and it was fear too. Cause I was so scared. I would, I was having dreams that they were going to come to my house with guns and needles and yeah. like taking a FEMA. I mean, I was processing serious, serious terror, like existential terror for myself and this planet. And you're either going to crumble with that or you're going to evolve out of it. And thank God it crumbled for a few years, but like was spiritually released out of it. Cause what they're doing is scary. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah, And that's, that's yeah. what we, we thought the exact same thing. And we've got little kids and I'm like, like they're over my dead body. Will well, they great, stick great. anything into my children over my dead body? And I'm, I'm not scared. And I've, I've said this a million times. If this is how I go out of this world in a firefight, then that's how I go out, you know? I'm going on my feet, not on my knees. Absolutely. Oh, amen. That's a king right there. You're married to a king. That's a man. There's not many left. They don't want men like that. No, they don't. (laughs) You know, lately, I'm I'm very in touch with the universe. I've got a really good relationship with the universe. I'm guided all the time to just just where I'm supposed to be. It always works out that way. Lately, I've been a lot less woo and a lot more warrior, but I'm still very connected. And I feel like that's just the energy that I am being led to embrace. And I'm grounded this like grounded woo. I like that warrior yeah. grounded woo. Yeah. The woo's good and you can float into the woo too much. I've seen that where people yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, get really and I'm like, I'm embracing that warrior energy at this time in my life. And I'm like standing tall. I love it. I freaking love it. And that's like, I mean, that's the place too. I feel like where you get to. Uh, after processing a lot of fear and anger, I imagine for your kids and how you, the process you went to, to be like, all right, I'm done. I'm in, now I'm in the war zone. I'm a warrior, like clear headed truth warrior, not going to be crippled by them. So you had your own version of what I'm describing, probably the male version of it. Yeah. 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 Truth warrior. I love yeah. it though. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And you're the feminine side of that. Like, like, or we are like, that's how I, I feel too. It's not as, not as, um, guns blazing glory like 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 jamie but that's (laughs) that i'm here to protect the kids and i will do anything in my power to protect them from the evil that is there and i had a moment last summer where i literally broke down crying um and our kids don't go to public school we we unschool homeschool and 
but I just like for the collective for the kids that are like in these school systems and going through what they're going through right now I broke down just bawling and I was like oh my gosh and I was like no I got to be strong and I got to be um see a bigger future a better future for them and I saw um at another time do you did you ever see hocus pocus like it's looking oh, back now and like looking that. back what they're telling us they're doing yeah. all the time even the movies like that they're telling us what's happening yeah we're just, yeah hocus pocus okay go ahead but i kept <laughs> i kept seeing um the part where the parents were all under a spell and they're dancing and they can't stop dancing because the music's playing and it's playing the spell and then i saw it break and i was like okay one day we're gonna see the spell break and we're gonna see that and parents are gonna wake up. I've just gotta keep like yes. keep speaking my truth, standing in my truth and and protecting the kids because like at the end of the day, like the kids are our most precious, most precious uh not assets, but most precious things to protect. They're, the, they're our future. They yeah. are gonna carry on our yeah Have you, little versions of us. It's yeah, that's the future of humanity. Have you, um, it is like the most critical job right now too. That's why I feel like my, most of my clientele has switched over to children yeah, because yeah. Just, this generation is Weston A. Price did, and no, 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 human genome project. One of the biggest studies they ever did was um, Pottinger. He is a study on cats and then the coin, the term they coined for it is Pottingerian degradation. So they take cats and um, cats that are super robust, strong, healthy, and they're in their alignment with nature. They're eating the things they should, the carnivorous raw diet. And they take the next generation of the cats and they put them on, um, kibble. Yeah. So they remove, uh, they remove select critical nutrients. They've co-evolved to need. And that generation does okay eating the kibble. The next generation starts to look a little bit sick, but it's the fourth generation of the commercial processed food and the removal of the ancestral ways that cripples. So at that point in time, it was the, you either go extinct or you evolve to be some kind of mutant zombie cat death, like extinction, crisis extinction or evolution of some sort. And the regeneration was possible. They were able to restore, even at the crisis moment, fourth generation of Pottingerian degradation. They could regenerate and restore. So there's hope. But like we are basically, it's this is the fourth, this is the generation of that crisis moment, these kids. And that's why they're so sick. Yeah. Like kids are so, if I told you what I saw, what I'm seeing in my clinic, you would not even believe me. Like they're, they are mute. It's just, it is mutations of the genome, like gut stuff to the point where these kids cannot even eat food anymore. They're all food averse. They don't talk. The milestones aren't being met. It's really what these kids need so much protection. So what you're doing to keep your kids out of it and safe and removed is like the ultimate job and task on this planet right now yeah i agree thank you i agree oh caitlin you were amazing i'm so glad that we finally connected and got to have you on the podcast to you both thank you in real time how can people how can people find you like if they want to reach out if they want to work with you if they want to buy off of your shop how can they find you Oh, so it's being, um, everything's being integrated right now into Kajabi. It's actually going to be up, uh, my website today. Um, so I'll be teaching, I'm transitioning, doing minor consults, but mostly we'll be in the teaching, um, space 
generating a lot of horses. Um, And so Veritas Botanicals, I think is still going to be my domain if I can transfer from Wix to Kajabi. Sorry, this is like a a whole mouthful, but I think- I think Veritas Botanicals uh, will still be my working website. And then on Instagram, Veritas underscore Botanicals. And I'll, I want to put all this in the show notes. So once you have your website up and running, okay. um, if it's if I launch the website or the podcast before it's up, I can go back and edit it. So you can just tell okay. me the information. Okay. And I'll know by the end of the day, actually. Okay, cool. going to have it all figured out. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, I feel like I could talk to you forever. Yeah. Like, you know, well, we're traveling along the same wavelength and that is oh, so reassuring and validating. So thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I feel like maybe we have to do another show another time because yeah, we could keep talking to you if you're open to that. <laughs> I would love that. That sounds so fun. Just sit here and share stuff about everything we just normally think about our on our own at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but um, I do have to go unfortunately because I I have many hats and one of my hats is uh, I'm going to do hair for a little bit. So <laughs> your hair is very beautiful. That would make sense. So have so much fun at the other hat. <laughs> yeah, thank you and thank you so much for your time and for everything you're doing and keep shining your light and spreading information on social media because I love it and I know there's uh, even your comment section I'm like wow there's a lot of deep people in the comments like I don't always have time to write something deep but I love to read your stuff and then the people that comment it's I love it it's fantastic it's a good little community on Facebook I wish I had that with Instagram so uh, yeah Caitlin Woolery is my Facebook if you have people that want to join in on those conversations they're really cool I learn a lot from people on my Facebook yeah Yeah, you got some smart friends that's for sure thank you guys for being there too Jamie in spirit yeah awesome yeah 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) awesome okay well you have a great rest of your day a great weekend and hopefully you find some warm sunshine soon Thank you. <laughs> yeah, really nice to talk to you, Caitlin. And thank you very much for the cleanse. It did wonders. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be a part of your guys' journey. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thank you. Bye.